Blog Talk Radio. Aloha. Welcome to Talking Pictures. I'm your host, Paul Booth. It is a wonderful day today because we're going to be reviewing the Nth Ward, which we had Camille Brown on earlier this week. I'm sorry. I had a rough week. I was down with the flu. And we apologize to Camille for this being a couple days late. Uh, But we know the guests that come on know that health is wealth. And... Yeah, we we just never like being behind. That's the one pet peeve of our show. So we wanted to get that out of the way. Also, when we originally started, we began a, we'd kick off the show with a recommendation. And I wanted to get back to that. So this is not taking from Camille. I'm not telling you to watch another film. Or even to watch a film that you haven't seen, because I'm going to recommend this real quick. And I know that Camille would enjoy this because she loves talking film. So I'm going to throw this out there at you. I rewatched it the other night. So just to be very brief, The Breakfast Club, I invite you to go back to this one because it changes every time. Wherever you're at. Is, is wherever the movie is at. But what I like about this movie, every movie, and I debate this with people all the time, every film is at a point A and you're at point B and you guys meet in the middle. I think it's funny when people say it wasn't a good movie. I love Fast and the Furious and then they also love Cars. Uh, so The Breakfast Club, beyond the point that And I've never asked anyone who they relate to in the movie. John Hughes did the most brilliant thing where you either relate to that character or you know that character. And people say, duh, Paul, that's what movies are, but always as dead on as that. Um, I'm personally a fan of Claire, but that's just because I have a little thing for Molly Ringwald. Hey, we're here. We're uncensored. We're live. We're not going to pretend we're not biological humans. So If you have not, because now we are old enough, uh, some of us film lovers, guests of the show, myself included, one second, myself included, we are old enough to where there's a generation that has not seen The Breakfast Club. It is not just uh, common lingo. It is not uh, yet discovered. It will be because... That movie came out in 84, 85. I had to wait decades to see it. And here we are 34 years later talking about what I believe is one of the best movies ever made. Uh, You could get into all kinds of things. One location. uh, The dialogue is like a Duke Ellington score. But anyways, we always did that. And I felt like going back to it today because our guest likes to talk movies so much. So I figured... I'll do a little throw out. Now, the nth ward, while we're here, uh, not obviously, but to some people, they would know it's a film about uh, the aftermath of Hurricane Katrina. And it's about, it has to do with how the levees didn't work. And there's some political stuff in there, which I love. I love uh, stirring up the shit. Uh, when I'm not a talk show host, 
or not. Uh, well, I like doing it as a talk show host, but um, first of all, I love this film. Sometimes I feel like as people who reveal, review films, we have to throw out the adjectives and, uh, you know, entertaining. And I'm not t- saying it wasn't, but entertaining and original. And um, I like looking at movies in a different way. But because the films deserve that and they need that, it was entertaining, engrossing. I couldn't guess the genre. I actually had to ask Camille. She didn't have a specific answer now that I'm thinking back um, to the interview, Um, which is fine because I don't remember everything for people that know me. And I'm not expected to remember everything that a director says. But what was cool was, was Camille loves every genre. We want you to go to the interview with her. Again, you can go back. I think it's like two or three episodes back. And you can hear uh, Camille talk about the different genres. And really, honestly, it it was, it had me going like a thriller. It obviously had some mystical and mysterious things to it. Did have the makings of a, of a political thriller with the stuff going on. Uh, And there is a difference between political thriller and thriller for those of you out there. And what I'm liking about this, this film is it's not forcing me to find the right answers to tell you about it. And sometimes it can be a challenge on this show because a film is good, but it's like, if it needed an eight, it's a seven. So it leaves you a little bit short of thoughts or sometimes a film leaves you saying too much and you end up having this babbling 28 minutes review. It doesn't mean a film is better or not. It doesn't, uh, you know, we have to go back to taste here. Um, I like political thrillers. I like films that stir up the shit. I like films that are subversive. Uh, I like films now that there's been a surgence of stronger female leads. Um, The actress, Juliette Bennett, uh, was fantastic. I mean, she was bringing the chops like uh, she was... I, I really was trying to go through my brain thinking... This woman's been on Law and Order. She's been on CSI. Where have I seen her? I I know I recognize her. And um, she's not um, a television actress from all those shows. So that gives you, obviously, a great directing by Camille, a strong script, everybody bringing it together. Then there was this uh, mayor character. I don't really want to spoil anything, and I'm not going to, but uh, he was just like not being racist here, but he, he was just like this peaty wheat straw uh, that just had it down. For those of you that don't catch that reference, peaty wheat straw was this exploitation film. And uh, if I remember, peaty wheat straw was kind of like a pimp. And people associate that with pimping women, but sometimes being a pimp just has means having your game together, like Cat Williams says. 
And so that that's such an edgy word because people only have one connotation with it. But if you're in your suit and you're decked out and you know what you want and you have your game on, you're a pimp. So uh, again, um, this guy just knew what was going on. The character was so well-written. It wasn't a main character. Uh, it was in some ways. And so I really dug that Camille knew how to uh, take that lead and just really make it, uh, I would call this a strong female lead film. And then also on the side, the characters just, you know, I, maybe I shouldn't have said pimp, but to me, I, I was watching Cat Williams the other night and he said, we got to get in touch with our inner pimp. And I know that just means ourselves. And so I've started to kind of think that in my brain. Um, so again, no connotation. He's not a pimp. There's no pimping of women in this movie. Just the mayor is an amazing, uh, does an amazing act spot in this. Uh, let me give you his name, uh, Glenn McGee. Uh, you can listen to the interview. Apparently he's not an actor, but he knew what was up in this. So again, that goes back to strong script, fantastic directing, uh, loved that it was that the female leads are coming back and coming back so strong. And sometimes uh, the film Fatals give us uh, stronger female leads than any uh, male lead. I don't like separating. One thing I told the first uh, Camille is a film Fatal, and I don't identify them all by that, but it's a, this wonderful filmmaking group of female of women filmmakers and they're out there to just support each other and make good films and and not have everything be a good old boys club. And one of the first things I told the first Fatal I had on, I said, you guys can come on, but I am not going to open up a forum for male bashing. I'm not going to open up a forum for the discounting of male filmmakers. And I'm not going to do anything that's not 50-50. We're, we're after equality here. And I want equality. So I have absolutely loved having probably 15 to 20 Fatals on. They have always just been about the mission of good films. They have never been out there. So if you hear about this group, because they're awesome, I always say they inspire me to not make films because their films are so good. And that is a real compliment because I'm a, I live, breathe, eat, and sleep and shit film. So uh, I do produce, but that's because I learned directing's way too hard. I studied directing like someone that was going to be a director. So anyways, I wanted to just say, please check out the Ninth Ward. Few films come out on every platform. This one you're going to be able to get on. You're going to be able to get on uh, DVD, Blu-ray, August 29th. Uh, you can order the, pre-order that on Amazon. You're going to be able to get it on Amazon Prime. Check it out. Amazon Prime is so addictive. Another film fatal got me hooked on that. And I always feel like sending her her our company budget because of how much it's went up. Uh, so, yeah, this is – please check out the film fatals on Facebook – uh, check out the nth ward. Sorry if I did say the ninth ward. I just think of it. It's about the ninth ward in New Orleans. I, I didn't speak about any of the story 
because I want you guys to see this. And usually when I do reviews, I'll throw a couple of things out there that'll that'll give you some idea. But I just want to say political thriller, mystery, strong female lead, uh, and stirs up the pot. I'll, I'll save another potty word for another time. Thank you for sharing this with us, Camille, and thank you to Miss RK who introduced us to you, and thank you to the Film Fatals for always keeping your word that this isn't out to bring down male filmmakers. It's just out to make good films. Thank you so much. Have a good, good day. Make sure and watch a good movie.